You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Can the dogs defense get the stop on fourth and 11? Ewers takes a shotgun snap. He's back to pass. Pressure coming. Throws the fade. Yes! Elijah Jackson knocks the ball away. The Huskies are headed to Houston. I know everybody on the sideline continue to believe in the defense that they were going to get that stop, you know, because they've done it all year. You know, you've seen it so many times uh, each and every week, you know, throughout the season, you know, them, them coming up with big-time stops and big-time moments. We was just waiting for the play, and it was bound to happen. Michael Penix, uh, he was unbelievable last night, and Washington is headed to the national championship, which will be played in Houston. Michigan is going to be their opponent, and I think we'll get a very entertaining game. Um, are they going to be able to score like this as they've done against Oregon, now against Texas? I, I don't know. Michigan's defense is legit. But, Mike, uh, to see that game play out, coming down again to basically the last play, both games coming down to the last play of the game, you couldn't have asked for a better semifinal. I know we debated, disputed, and certainly uh, I felt for Florida State fans for being left out after running the table. But after last night, just for what it was, we got two really good games. Right. And uh, I'll tell you about it more in Guy Talk. There was a couple of Michigan players saying they were more concerned with Florida State, uh, actually, when the uh, when the draft, with it, when, I should say, when the uh, college football playoff committee came up with, with their final draft, which was obviously Alabama in. But look, when you lose by 60 points to Georgia, regardless of the circumstances, you really don't get to chirp. But that's not stopping Florida State fans on social media from saying this defense, when it was fully intact, could have competed certainly with some of these teams. Yeah, I, uh, it, it was a really good year. You know, I'm ready for the Manning start of his, his year or his, uh, his era. I hope Quinn Ewers goes to the NFL. He's, he's capable and ready. I just don't know what his evaluation is going to be. But that's really the next decision for, for Texas as far as moving forward and, and whether we get a chance to see Manning next year or not, Mike. But great games. And uh, as I said, Andy Bunker, congratulations. I know we had talked back and forth about uh, his love for Washington and going right. there and, and Texas potentially playing uh, and beating them. It didn't happen last night, but Washington played a hell of a game. And, and by the way, Every time that I've thought, Mike, like, okay, they're not going to be able to do this to this team. Like, I didn't think they'd play as well as they did against Oregon. Penix has made every stinking throw. I know, as we said earlier, that some of the medicals, the ACL injuries have uh, have scared some teams off. But, man, I just – when you sit through as a Falcon fan what we've sat through – and, again, I mean, maybe not us specifically, but a lot of teams are going to look at this guy and say, look, it's pinpoint accuracy. Yep. Fran Tarkenton came on uh, our show years ago. And said, this is in regards to Mike Vick, when it, and he was struggling at times, you can't coach accuracy. You can improve accuracy, but the ability to hit a man on the spot, to throw to an empty spot, that's, that's sometimes it's just something which is instinctual, and Penix got it, man. He just That dude's impressive. 
really was. It's Dukes and Bell, guys. Follow us. If you missed the Alex Anthopoulos interview, it's online at odyssey.com. It's also on our site, Dukes and Bell 929. You can go check it out. Alex talking about the move to go get Chris Sale and much more. Big O. Let's get to an NFL blitz. <laughs> Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. I'm not a Lions fan, but I feel for them. They got cheated, guys. I don't know if you saw it. It was a busy weekend for everybody, but Saturday night against the Cowboys, the Lions should have won the football game. And this all comes down to officiating, Mike, and whether or not these guys reported, whether or not Dan you know, told them that, hey, we're going to have eligible linemen for this two-point conversion, which is why you meet 45 minutes before the game. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but the coaches and officials meet. You tell them. Hey, I'm going to try to do this if this particular situation occurs. Mike, I think Detroit got cheated. Yeah, and I do think that part of the gamesmanship was to have multiple linemen go to the official. Now, again, we can get this is now really off in the weeds. When only one guy can report, his buddy can't come along and say, I am reporting this tackle eligible. So the ref screwed it up. What compounded it was once the ball goes back, okay, you go back, then you had the Parsons jumped off sides. Still, you've lost the momentum. You had your play. You shot it. It didn't. You know, obviously, you, you didn't get the advantage because the refs took it away. Take it to overtime. That's right. Don't don't force the issue now. Take it to overtime because just as we said with Michigan, usually the team that's tied the game has the momentum going into overtime. Let's hear the attempt of the two point conversion. This was in the fourth quarter. This was uh, what it sounded like. Goff gets rid of it. Incomplete. And now the Cowboys maintain their lead. It was brutal. And Dan Campbell, listen, we've talked about his emotions, and he's done a hell of a job this year, man. That They are, you know, a very viable team in the NFC, and he talked about it after the game when reporters were pressing him about this two-point conversion and saying, how do you feel? On the call, is it on the execution? Is it, you know, I don't like losing, Dave. And that's what happened. We lost. And that bothers me, you know? It bothers me. I don't like having an L. So that's the frustration. I'm sorry. I don't mean it at you. Yeah, man, look, we thought this guy was going to be a joke, and he's turned out to be a guy that really pushes the right buttons with his players. I just think sometimes he got over his tips of his skis on this one as we just laid out the scenario. You came up with a great plan. The ref screwed it up. Play for overtime. And that's a shame because it was – It was first off, it was brilliant, and it was executed properly. It was. And then Roger Goodell will tell you the refs have never been better, Carl. Best, best officiating of all the major sports. Yeah, I hope that crew's not in the playoffs. Allegedly they won't be, right. but uh, they shouldn't be. Meanwhile, Buffalo's back, guys. Bills, Dolphins this weekend. Winner wins the North. And this is Josh Allen as they were able to come out with a victory on Sunday. Here's the snap going over the left side, and he's in. Good block up front by Dawson Knox, the tight end, as he cleared the deck, and Allen went right in behind him for a one-yard touchdown run. Bills beat New England 27-21. We know now the Bears, after what happened with us, they have the number one overall pick, Mike, but New England right now is in the mix for the number two overall pick. The right. Cardinals, New England, there's three teams right now that could potentially get it depending on what happens yeah. this weekend. Man, how about you know Arizona beating the Eagles? Speaking of, you know, I mean, you talked about the draft position. That one is inexplicable. The Eagles, by the way, is there a team that's leaking any more than them right now in the no. NFL? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, let me, let me hear Nick Sirianni talking about sticking together because, Mike, he's searching for answers. Guys, if you missed this, Eagles are up 21-6 at home to the Cardinals. 
Cardinals come out and score four touchdowns right. after halftime and beat the Eagles at home. Shouldn't have happened. Nick Sirianni. Stick together. Everybody's got to stick together. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, people trying to point the finger at different things, and everybody's got to stick together, right? We win as a team. We lose as a team. Together uh, is, the, is the most important thing that we can be right now. Mike, I don't know if they're able to go on the road and win a playoff game. And I'm being serious. Like, the whole thing with the Eagles was we're going to have home field. We know how tough it is to go right. to Lincoln Financial, and, and, and we'll be fine. Guys, depending on what happens this weekend, they may – if Cowboys win, Cowboys on the tiebreaker, they are now the NFC East champs, and Philly's got to go on the road, right. even though they're already in the playoffs, to start the playoffs. And it most likely, uh, you know, barring a tremendous upset, it would be them going to Tampa Bay <laughs> to take on the Bucs. Now, funny, last time they played Tampa Bay – J- uh, Jalen Hurts was a, a second-year player, and Tom Brady was there. That's right. And I think this year the outcome could be different. But they're leaking. They're just they're, they're, they're leaking. Some of the moves at Roseman maybe came back. On, you know, he really works on the front seven, but some are saying the secondary was a problem. There's a lot of issues there. But, yeah, they, they, they're a team which has lost momentum. The Ravens, on the other hand, boy, are they peaking at the right time. Is this – dude, how, how blown away were you by what they did first off, you know, to San Fran and then to the Dolphins? Humiliating. 56-19 was the final score. Lamar didn't even play hardly in the fourth quarter. Mm. I mean, this was this was a beatdown. Five touchdowns by Lamar, and if they don't hand him the MVP trophy, something's wrong. Because mm. these last few weeks, Mike, we've said it. These were MVP hunts, right? These were chases. Brock Purdy, what are you going to do? All right, Lamar, what are you going to do? And Lamar beats Brock Purdy and then comes back and beats the, what a lot of people right. consider to be the second-best team in the NFL and handily. By the way, uh, you'd be interested in Todd Bunkin as a head coach. If, you, if your team had an opening. He's doing a great job, isn't he? We all wondered when he left Georgia mm-hmm. what this might look like. He went in there, and he's made Lamar better. Better. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I, if he wants a head coaching job, Mike, it might be there for him. I don't know if he's ready to leave already, but you're right. The Ravens right now look head and shoulders uh, better than anybody else. Can I hear Lamar Jackson on clinching the division in 2019 versus now. In 19, he also won the MVP. Uh, the only difference is I'm older. That's the only difference. And I'm different guys who's a part of this team now. So that's the only difference. So if you're Harbaugh, here's the question this week, and it's not even a question. Do you play these guys against Pittsburgh? Or do you sit them? You've got the number one overall seed. Do you I don't play think, these guys? I don't think there's – look, this goes back to the, the Mike Smith debate back in 2012 that got John Abraham jammed up, and then we needed him against the 49ers. I, there's no reason. None. There's no reason whatsoever. I mean, like, I know the fans fans hate it, but that's why your fantasy football league should have ended last week. You don't, you don't, you don't figure – By the way, how, these, did you, how did you do? I came in fourth. I, Tariq, you were in the championship game, weren't the you? Tariq, no, I was in the play. The Tariq Hill injury wrecked me. Got gotcha. you. Because I would have had Lamar Jackson – in the championship game. Drunk Larry wins the big money. Oh, wow. Yeah, Drunk Larry with a, with a roster of, like, misfit toys drafted by the computer, by the way. Because huh? he couldn't – because as usual, Larry, you know how couldn't that goes. Couldn't log on. He couldn't, couldn't log, log on. on. This yeah. is something that happens every year in Shenanigans League, but Larry banked it. Yeah, that's good. Good Congratulations, Larry. I, I, I know you were in the playoffs. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. No, I, the Tariq Hill thing just wrecked me. That was my – that was my, my – my, that I was riding him all the way to the title, baby. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the playoffs, Steelers still have a chance to get in. It's Dukes and Bell. It's our NFL Blitz. Coming up, Stink's going to join us. We'll talk with him about all these things and much more here on the show. Mike Tomlin, what do you have to say after the Steelers found a way to go to Seattle and win? We were in a hostile environment um, today, to say the least, and playing a team uh, that was desperate like we were. We didn't blink, and so I'm appreciative of that. They're to be congratulated for that. And last but not least, Mike, earlier in the year, we got a chance to see Jordan Love. 
What do we think? Well, remember, we came back in that game and won and beat the Packers. Jordan Love put the Packers on his shoulders. Packers win 33-10. They are in the mix to go to the playoffs. It's a win-and-you're-in scenario this weekend Mm -hmm. for them against Chicago. Bottom line is Jordan Love, Mike, has progressively gotten better throughout the course of the season. Now, how much did he learn sitting behind Aaron Rodgers? Because I know immediately guys will take it to the Desmond. Okay, I'll take it to the Desmond Ritter conversation. But there's a guy who evolved over the course of the season because Matt LaFleur and his staff did a better job with him. They've got as many weapons as we have. They've got as uh, Tell me I'm wrong. Nope. What part of our offense is any better or worse than the Packers? Almost identical. Jordan Love has, you ready, 30 touchdowns on the season. Offensive line injuries, they had issues to overcome just like we had. I mean, they've got weapons. they got a good running back. they got great young wide receivers. So, yep. come on. Don't want to hear that. Here's the final call. Green Bay uh, winning against Minnesota on Sunday. One more knee down, and there it is. And this game is over. And the Green Bay Packers in resounding fashion head to the final week of the season with the playoffs within their grasp following a 33-10 demolition of the minnesota vikings at u.s bank stadium can i take you guys back all not us all america talked about was that the jets were going to be the team to get into the playoffs with aaron Rodgers, Uh and the packers are going to take a step back the jets are not in right and the packers have a chance to get in the last week of the season think about it aaron Rodgers still keeps popping off think about it yeah you're right it's crazy hey man we got a lot more to get to mark slayers is going to join us Happy New Year, guys. We're back better, healthier. We're feeling good, and we are glad that you are here as we start 2024. We're going to talk more NFL with Mark Slareff next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is Jim Rome with the CBS Sports. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Dukes and Bell. Happy New Year, everybody. Back from uh, some R&R, and uh, hope you had a great holiday. Mark Slareth is here. And, of course, he's an Odyssey NFL insider. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Stink, uh, how impressed are you with what the Ravens did the last couple of weeks? 49ers, then they turn right back around and do it to the Dolphins. They have uh, secured the number one seed. You know what it's like to have that number one seed. And we were talking about this. Like, Harbaugh, his decision this week is easy, right? He doesn't play any of these guys. No, why would you? I mean, obviously they've been impressive, and they've been really good. And You know what was really interesting? I had San Francisco uh, last weekend, so I had Washington – 
San Francisco at Washington. And as I poured through that tape on Baltimore, I was actually came away more impressed with San Francisco than I did necessarily with Baltimore. Um, and, and the reason being is I thought they dominated the game offensively. They put it on Baltimore. They just turned it over five times. Now you got to give a lot of credit to Baltimore and their defense. But, you know, there was three tip balls. There were, like, just from a decision-making standpoint, I looked at that game. I was like, wow, I was actually came away really impressed. Now, Lamar is a, just a different – he's just a different human being. Like, that guy is not – that guy is not of this planet. Like they had him dead to rights at least five times, and somehow he slithered out and made big time plays and big time throws uh, down the field. But yeah, I, I you know I came away impressed with both teams. But what they did to Miami this weekend too was uh, is pretty impressive. So yeah, Baltimore is clearly there's two really dominant teams in the league right now. It's San Francisco and it's Baltimore. How do you explain, Mark, how the Eagles have just been so wobbly the last like five weeks? Well, I think there's a couple of things. I think one, you know, coaching does matter. And I understand you have to have the players, but you have to have the players and you have to have the coaches to put the players in the right position. And I think there's two things here. Obviously, John McGannett comes back to Philadelphia, gets a win, former defensive coordinator with them. If that's a guy that they played really hard for, they really liked, um, he's gone. But I think the biggest factor is Shane Steichen, who is now the, or excuse me, the Indianapolis Colts head coach. He has a way, and I've talked to multiple guys from Justin Herbert to Jalen Hurts to a lot of different people about Shane Steichen, and he just has a way of making offense easy for the quarterback, of, of the understanding of the game and explaining the game in which it, there's a way that you can comprehend it and really absorb it. And putting, you know, I always say it's not about calling plays, it's about calling an offense and strategically putting plays together that match so that you can take advantage of what the defense is giving you and what they're doing. And I think they really miss Shane Steichen. I think that's probably the biggest thing that you've seen, the drop-off in offensive production, the drop-off in their running game, and, and what's going on there in Philadelphia. But I'll tell you what, man, it, it looks like it's becoming somewhat of a dumpster fire right mm. now. Stink, what's going on with uh, this Russell Wilson situation? It's not playoff-related, but it's been a big story. G- give us your take on this. What's the deal with Sean Payton? Um, and Russell Wilson in, in Denver? Well, I think I think there's a couple of things. I think that you look at, you know, the, the shortcomings of Russell Wilson and, you know, the things that he doesn't do well. And there are quite a few of them. Um, he doesn't throw the ball in the middle of the football field well. Um, he doesn't get through multiple progressions very well. Uh, his, his play is really based on um, – you know, on off-schedule plays. That's where he makes the majority of his plays, and that's where he made the majority of his plays in Seattle as well. And as you start to lose some athleticism, you know, those plays are harder to make, and you escape out the back of the pocket like you always have. Well, there used to be a day where you could outrun the defensive ends in this league. You can't, you can't do that anymore. Those edge players are coming in and running 4-3-8, and they're 265 pounds. And so – I just, I just look at it like there were so many things that you, that you would dig into. When you watch the coaches film, which I do every week on Denver, there are, you know, half a dozen big-time plays that he just doesn't throw the football. He doesn't read the defense well. And I think it's, it's kind of one of those situations, like what's, what's best done eventually is best done immediately. Mm. And for me, they're just going to make the immediate, hey, man, the short-term – pain for the long-term gain like could we play this game for another three years and could we win games yeah at 40 million bucks a year 
but we're not ultimately a Super Bowl contender with, you know, very average quarterbacks play. And so I think that's what Sean looks at and says, man, I, I, you know, I didn't sign him. I didn't ask for him. This was something you guys did before I got there. And I'm just going to, I'm going to save you the heartache and I'm going to play with a guy who's lesser. We'll eat the calf and, uh, and move on from there. Mark Slaris with us, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline. Uh, Hall of Famer. Should be a Hall of Famer. He's a pro bowler, and he's a Super Bowl winner. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer when it comes to Chile. He joins us here. And uh, what about uh, Mahomes? I mean, I know that we've talked so much about their skill position issues and little soap opera that's been brewing with Kansas City. Can you still trust Mahomes to create some magic? And Or, as you said earlier, it's just going to be the Ravens to win the AFC, the Ravens to lose in the AFC? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the thing about – the Chiefs, and obviously they have not been playing as well offensively, and you know all those things are true, but Mahomes is still magic, and he still has that ability, you know, to hoist the team on his shoulders and make big things happen. So, you know, as as long as they have him, they still have a chance to be really good. They still have a chance to win games, and you know, if you're handicapping the AFC right now, obviously it's Baltimore, but you look at what Cleveland is doing. You look at what the Bills are doing right now. I would say that you would probably put Mahomes and the Chiefs in the kind of four slot, if you would, uh, or if you will, in, in regards to the, the teams that you think are going to probably be um, the number one or the, the best things going forward. But again, you know, playoff football comes around. You never know what's going to happen. You get all you got to do is get hot, and and good things are going to happen. Mark Slareth here on uh, Dukes and Bell. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Stink, when we talk about uh, what, what happened with the Lions and the Cowboys, Mike and I were talking about it earlier. Uh, the refs screwed this up, and, you know, I felt bad for Dan Campbell. Have you ever had a situation like that where a play plays out like that and it's obvious, hey, you guys reported or we told the officials before the game what was supposed to happen? Uh, no, I haven't, but I, I do know this. Um, having been a guy that reported on multiple occasions, <laughs> um, you know, my thought process, you go, you don't try to trick the other team. You go and you tell the official right to his face and you make sure he's looking at you and he makes sure he acknowledges you. Right. I am reporting as eligible. And, you know, obviously it was a big screw up by them. Um, I get that. But the bottom line is that's one of those things you've got to be able to do. And you got to make, you got to make that call. Yeah, I know that uh, – well, I don't think you'd expect uh, Joe Gibbs or Shanahan to pull that with you, man. They didn't do that. It's uh, Mark Slurritz with us. Meanwhile, the other uh, story, we talked about this evolution of a quarterback. We had the Jordan Love here with the Packers, and he looked, like, awful in the second half and just completely melted away. And then you see how he's gotten so, so much better over the course of the year. You covered a lot of Falcons yeah. this year with Ritter. When you look at the Ritter situation, is that strictly on the, on the coach, or, or, or do you say the kid, the kid just wasn't up to the task? Uh, I would I would say there are things that he just doesn't do very well, and you know if it comes to the front side of a, a you know progression and he's he's read number one number one is open he can rip it and he can make that play when he has to get off the front side to get to the back side I think that's when you've got some issues and that's when things don't necessarily turn out the way you want them to turn out so those things have to get better and you know can you get better at that stuff absolutely you can always get better. But will you ever be great at it? Um, the answer is I don't know. I mean, there's only a few quarterbacks um, that I've ever seen go from being, you know, having struggles in those kind of in that realm to being really good. One of the guys, Rich Gannon, 
I played with Rich Gannon in the early 90s, and Rich Gannon would sit there on your program and tell you I was no good. Um, and he became great. He became a, you know, NFL MVP. But it took a long time for that to happen. And how much patience in today's NFL does anybody have for average quarterback play? Not much. So, um, yeah, I think if he's going to do it, he's probably going to have to do it elsewhere. You know, he's going to have to go elsewhere to, to have that success. Mark Schlereth, uh, as we talk about this final week of the season, a lot on the line, you know, different things get coaches got, right? I mean, whether it's your team not winning enough, ultimately that's sometimes what it comes down to. But then it also comes down to, to the expectations. And I'm just curious, like, how many jobs do you think are going to be open when we get back to you next week? We're talking about five, six jobs available? I thought, and you would have asked me that two weeks ago, I thought it was going to be about ten. Wow. Now, yeah. I, you know, now I probably think it's going to be a little bit less than that, probably seven or eight. But, um, but you know, you never, you just never know. You never know um, how people are feeling. Right now, the report is, the report is, hey, in Chicago, they're going to retain Eberflus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I looked at that and I said, that's great. You know, and everybody was clamoring about, you know, about Justin Fields, and, and that's awesome. And I'm. I'm with you. Yeah, like, I'm with you. Like, it's hard to get good at this game. It's hard to play this game, especially when they limit the amount of practice we can, we can have. And, and they do, you know, they, they do a lot of things um, under the guise of safety and, you know, and, and keeping guys happy because, you know, they don't want to give, you know, guaranteed contracts and all this garbage. But it's really hard to get good at playing football um, by any other means than playing football. You can't run track drills and you can't do plyometrics and burpees and all that stuff and get good at playing football. You, you have to actually play football and you have to actually practice football. And so, like, it's really hard. So I, I would say for Chicago, I mean, do you think, you know, a Caleb Williams or one of these guys is going to come in and, and become, you know, an NFL superstar? Or do you think you've got one in Justin Fields and he just needs to continue to develop on the path he's been developing on. So a lot of big-time questions there. Right. Hey, before we cut you loose, Mark, you got any uh, vibe for the national championship game? Uh, not, not really. You know, I mean, I, I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska, and, you know, I, I went to the University of Idaho, but it was kind of, you know, the, 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 the time Washington was like, you know, a national powerhouse under Don James. And, you know, and, of course, they didn't give me a scholarship. They asked me to walk on or something. So – um, but that was kind of where I wanted to go initially. And, um, and you know, I, like I would say Michigan, the style with which Michigan plays, just running the ball and being physically dominant, I would say that that's probably the direction I would lean in. But this my, Michael Penix Jr. has been fun to watch, mm-hmm. and Washington has been a lot of fun to watch. But if I was a gambling man, which I'm not, I'm terrible at it, but um, I'd probably take Michigan. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think this is their year. Hey, uh, Mark, appreciate you, man. As always, uh, happy new year to you and the family. And we appreciate you coming on each and every week. The uh, Odyssey NFL insider, Mark Slareth. Guys, check out his podcast as well. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. We'll talk to you next week, my man. Sounds good. Take care. Cool. Mark Slareth uh, talking all things NFL. Listen, I don't know how many jobs are going to be open, Mike. Mm. We can speculate, but I think it'll be more than five. I really do. Yeah, I mean, the, the uh, guy that's probably going to save his job is Eberflus, yep. ironically, in Chicago. Now, they're out of the playoffs. But the way that team came back, and they've got a big decision to make. I know the money 
Is he going to be worth the money they're going to have to pay Fields based on how uneven he was the first few years in Chicago? Coming up, yeah, man, no, man. Also next hour, we'll talk to Connor Riley from Dog Nation. How about them dogs? And also, we'll get his thoughts on the college football playoff. A lot of movement around college football as well with players continuing to make decisions about where their futures will be. It's Dukes and Bell. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Dukes and Bell. Uh, thanks again to Mark Slayer for stopping by. We're going to talk to our man, Connor Riley, talk some more college football. Last night we got great games and uh, plenty to discuss. Dogs handle their business and now look towards the spring after securing the number one recruiting class, knowing that Carson Beck's coming back. But there are some other news and notes around college football we'll get to with Connor Riley. Uh, as I said, the fellas are back. Everybody looks great. Turtles back. Uh, Big O is back, which means we got to get to yeah, man, no man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Turtle, happy 2024. What's going on, my man? Well, I got a question for you guys to start off this new year. All right. And it's about New Year's. Because I've come to the conclusion over the last couple of years that there's no holiday that we celebrate in this great country and around the world that declines faster than New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) And what I mean by that is from the age of 20 through 29, there was maybe my favorite holiday. There were so many great events. I was in two big cities in Atlanta and New York City. There was always a million things to do no matter what your party of choice was, let's say, whether that's going to a bar, a dance club, a night hall, whatever you wanted to do, there's a million things to do. As soon as I turned 30, I found myself in my pajamas with a couple of close <laughs> friends, <laughs> sipping on a drink and just trying to make it to New Year's. No, we, we talked about this in your absence uh, with Steak and the guys. It's, it, it can be amateur hour. Did you? Yes, we did, cha-cha. Uh, you know, it, can be, you know, it can be amateur hour. It all depends on how you frame it. You know, as long as you got somebody out there who's going to be either getting an Uber or driving for somebody, a designated driver, that's, I think, where things get sideways. We were down at one of the golf courses we play at the, at the, at the clubhouse, and we had, it, was, it was age appropriate. It was like Cougar City down there, Carl and Peachtree City, and it was, it was cool. And by, literally, but by 1230, everybody went home. The band, we wrapped up. Carl, we played Celebration twice in a row. And then, you know, I look at the guys, like, let's play Celebration again. And then, because people want to keep going, they're like, ah, we'll, we'll just go home. And that was fine. You know, and, and you take your golf cart and you go. But you're right. I think for some people it does become amateur hour. It gets the, like diminishing returns. Chris, the older you get, you start to realize that, one, you can't do what you used to do. Mm-hmm. Two, it's just not worth it. 
like the effort it takes to go out and do all the things and be at all the places and all the things that you thought were important. And it's just not. Like, at the end of the day, like, Orn, I'm going to use you as an example. Being with your baby was probably the best thing bringing in the new year versus, hey, baby, let's go out and party all night long. Carl got uh, got me a nice bottle of booze for Christmas. I took that. We had a fire in the backyard. Beautiful. Nice. Uh, 11 o'clock, we're in the house. She passed out early. I stayed up, <laughs> right woke on. her up. It was like, hey, it's midnight. Here's a kiss. She made the bed. I was asleep by 1245. It was the greatest. I didn't have to get dressed up. Yeah. I didn't pay a right. cover charge for anything. I didn't put on fancy shoes and pants. No, I was yeah. just no. There was a time though, sweats and whatever. In the old day, in the old days, by the old days, I mean when I first moved here, it would you go to those big hotel parties sure. downtown, and there'd be five hundred people, and it was just a if you couldn't put points on the board at that thing, you're, there's something wrong. But then again, that's I don't want if people still do that. I mean, there's no, twenty something still going out Absolutely. and bucket and having a blast. But, Absolutely, but, I, but, but let's be honest, your you and my Thursday is somebody's New Year's Eve. If you're not trained, if you don't have your, as Jim McMahon says, if you don't true. push your body, that's true, and you don't. You can't then take it down that road New Year's Eve. You're going to get schmockered. Yeah. You're going to be a mess. Yeah, you're going to be a mess. But, yeah, man, uh, Michelle sent me a really funny meme on Insta, uh, and, and it said, looks like uh, New Year's is going to be in our living room this year. <laughs> and it made me laugh because a lot of our friends who were getting together are like, right. hey, well, we're not going out. So, Chris, do not feel guilty. This is where you're at. It's all good. And if you chose to go out, I hope you were safe and had a great time. But, yeah, man, like, not to be that dude, but I did a right. lot of that. Like, and so you get to a point where you go, all right, well, maybe I'm not going to go out this year. And then it becomes okay. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm retired, boys. I hear you. Just man. for right. New Year's. No, not you. no, no, I feel you. I feel you. All right. Something that uh, tried to get retired last night, but the cameraman wasn't quick enough. I don't know if you guys caught this, but ESPN oh, yeah. has issued a statement, <laughs> an apology. The four most famous words in Bourbon Street. Show us uh, your... Yeah. And it happens. <laughs> yes. And it happens. We regret that this <laughs> happened and apologize that the video aired in the telecast. Oh. That is from ESPN representative Bill Hoffmeyer to the Associated Press. If you missed it, what happens in New Orleans? Beads and the other word that yes. starts with mm. B. And as the camera was panning down the street, a woman decided to enact her right to do just that. And it was caught live on camera for the millions upon millions of viewers for the college football playoff. Yeah, man, no man. No big deal, or is this kind of a big deal? What part of it? It's on cable, right? ESPN's cable. It, it used is. to be like different rules for over-the-air network. You weren't in cable. Safe Harbor, though. No, 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 no. It wasn't past, like, midnight. It so, wasn't, yeah. No. I just, okay. How many How many people really were affected by the boobies? Really? Seriously. I mean, it's a millisecond. Now, again, get your yayas to go back and rewind. Oh, the boobies, what are you, five years old? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I said, your ki- and by the way, your kids, now the only people who get upset about this are so out of touch. It's so freaking hysterical. I mean, your kids have got access to all this, unless you've got like the lockdown parental controls on everything. Yeah, right. Oh, they, they, uh, shocking. Your 10 year old may have already seen boobies somewhere in elementary school from one of his friends on his phone. So I, I don't think it's the end of the world, but people will, <laughs> will blow this up into something which is silly, but there you have it. There was some, you know, eight year old fan last night who got to experience something he had never seen before for the first time and may have been awakened to the uh, joyous experience <laughs> yeah. that that can be. Hey, by the way, a guy just hit us up on Twitter, just the back previous story, Chris. Uh, Jeremy Cook says, guys, I'm 25, married with two kids. Tell Chris that New Year's Eve in your own house is amazing. It is. It absolutely is. Oh, trust me. that Carl, uh, you supplied both Orrin and I with our New Year's <laughs> cocktail, so Good deal. we appreciate you both. All right, one more before we get out of here. Um, 
I don't really have any words for this one. I'm just going to let you guys hear it and react. Uh, You'll be able to tell what's going on right away as this moment captured the nation on ESPN as well, this time on College Game Day. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> the professional's right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I, oh. I you almost lost me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's kids at Pace Academy. Carl knows what Lank stands for. Wow, that's that. Is, I didn't hear it. I didn't. I didn't see the pregame. <laughs> that's so. a Pat McAfee jumping in to tell Reese. Wow. No, that's not what that means. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I'm glad Reese just went there. Like he didn't know. So, but I didn't hear that. Wow, I that's mean, what, crazy. In what day and age? Who in 2023 playing college football uses naysayer in any form of vernacular? I mean, come on. The best part was Desmond and Joey Galloway looking up like, <laughs> "Oh, it's about to go down. Oh, it's about to oh. go down." I mean, I mean, literally, Reese. I mean, you—that's like white bread with mayonnaise. It was so funny. funny. And by the way, hats off to ESPN for getting Galloway more involved. By the way, I'm a huge fan. I love the college football final, and that's good stuff. But yeah. man, Carl, to see Pat McAfee's face—I mean, it was laugh. It was laugh out loud. That is, that's great. I did not see it, but boy, I can only imagine. That moment. And for those still not following, the end stands for something else. Yes, tight sphincters all around the ESPN crew during that segment right there. All right, Big O, we got to run. Hit my music. Coming up, good you job, Turtle. We're going to talk the strength of street knowledge. about the dogs. And we're going to talk some college football as well. Connor Riley from Dog Nation is going to join us. And uh, we'll break down what happened in that game. Listen, it was a beatdown. But we told, we told you guys this was what yes. was going to happen yeah. in this Florida State game. And based on my gambling this weekend, I should have just bet against my nose. <laughs> hey, man, coming up, Connor Riley from Dog Nation next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.